right. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, and welcome to this iteration of Faster Than a Stand-Up. I'm Danielle Jones. Joining me today is Teresa Kramer, Director of SAP Concurs Agile Operations. And also we have Lisa Klein, who is an Agile coach for the S4 HANA group. Welcome, ladies. Hi. Hello. All right. So this is a, another remix of one of our previous episodes, episode 41. We were talking about culture, locations, and teams. So that episode focused more on the culture of, say, a location, and it was dominated mostly by one geographical spot. So in true remix fashion, we're going to remix it. We're going to get right into it. So I'm going to give this to Teresa and Lisa. Obviously, we're all women here, and we want to kind of shift this episode to focus on how we as women are kind of either creating, maintaining, or shifting the culture that we have, you know, entered ourselves into working in a global software company. So Teresa, first question goes to you. How do you feel you are either doing that creation, maintaining or shifting, or maybe just kind of tolerating a culture in a male dominated field? A uh, good question. I would say that I'm still learning, um, always trying to understand the cultures of the various teams that we work with globally um, and really actively listening, trying to um, put aside my own biases to um, really tr get to a more inclusive culture and trying to model that behavior for the teams that I support. Good, Lisa, same question. I don't really, I always struggle with um, putting uh, the, the, the female label on, on things because that's, that's always the easy way. Like, okay, he was rude to me because I'm a woman. And, but maybe he was rude to me because I was rude before, or I don't know. So, so I always struggle with, with that point. Um, but still, I think there are always um, situations where you really feel like, yeah, it's, it's because they don't take you seriously. And then I'm a little bit younger than, than other uh, women in, in the setup. So um, I actually think it's more struggling with myself than others struggling with me <laughs> because I always think, okay, are they going to take me seriously or not? And so, yeah. <laughs> That's a good point. I'm glad you said that because I feel like as women, we internalize a lot and uh, we are very quick to, do a kind of an introspective sort of conversation with ourselves and like, okay, what did I do? Uh, maybe it's the way they were responding to me. Do you feel like that is something that is also cultural within kind of like a, being a female and in any type of job, whether it be corporate, it could be a small business. Do Is that something we internalize? And how do you feel like that impacts us coming to a company and changing their culture? Teresa. <clears throat> I can say I've felt the same thing for the majority of my career. I've been in software for 13 years, so started pretty young. Um, I think that for me, probably more so early on in my career, it made me feel as if I needed to prove myself coming into a situation where I felt that I was always discredited because I was young and female Therefore, I didn't know what I was talking about. Um, and I think in some ways that actually damaged my reputation at times. 
um, over the years, I've learned through discipline not to try to prove myself and prove myself through my actions versus trying to assert myself um, probably overly aggressively. Um, but yeah, it definitely did and has shaped who I am as a person. Cool. Now, Lisa, you're in Germany, correct? And so I'm curious if you work with uh, directly with teams. So when the team seems to have maybe a um, kind of a mix up in engineers or product owners, that sort of thing, and maybe the team was predominantly maybe male before, when you introduce a, maybe a new female engineer, do you see a change in the team's uh, behavior or the way they work, the way they explain things? Well, I think it highly depends on that specific female character, how strong she enters the team. So um, I, I met a lot of um, young women, especially from India, who are very shy and, and silent. And then the team usually um, starts taking care a lot and um, they explain a lot and they are like, not looking for a child, but they're caring. And if she's more, not aggressive, but has her point, then it doesn't change much actually because they, they stay in their usual behaviors, at least that's my observation. That's good. Teresa, do you have, you had the same experiences? Yeah, I'd say very similar, very similar. Good, that's good. I I was almost one team that I was working with and they lost an, two engineers and gained one. The one they gained was a female and they, I don't even want to admit this, but they completely kind of just maybe took what they were working on and explained it to someone like me. I don't know. I'm not a developer, but she came on the team and she immediately said, do you guys not think I know like that I can pick it up? And and they were just like so shocked in the first meeting with her. And I think after that, they were just like, she knows what she's doing. So like you said, it, it depends on the character of that person, of that female, whether they kind of come in and say, have this attitude, like, yeah, I know, I know what I'm doing, but not to be like, oh, well, I know everything. Just enough to say, you guys can count on me, uh, you know, versus someone who may be a little more shy, they feel like they have to explain it to someone who may not like that may not know what they're saying. So I want to kind of shift this even further, remix it even further, if you will. Um, we as women, you know, often feel like we take care of a lot of things, whether it be at home, be at the office, it's kind of innate that we feel like we have to maybe multitask and get a lot done to, to kind of prove ourselves, like you said earlier. So being that we're all working from home and some of us are working with new coworkers, like our pets, um, our significant others, or maybe even a child. Teresa, can you tell me how you feel like maybe your workload has changed since you're working from home and trying to take care of multiple things? Um, yeah, I, I would say that early on in uh, the working from home experience, I felt a lot more pressure um, to be, I have a when we started this, two children at home, um, both in school and both dealing with a global pandemic. So I felt a lot of pressure to help them succeed in school and manage their emotional well-being while still trying to, you know, perform and be this, um, I guess, leader in an organization that looks unruffled, right? Um, 
since that time, I've given myself a little bit more um, <clears throat> permission to not be so perfect. And um, I think it, it was hard for me to make that shift, feeling like I was going to be sacrificing my career, or sex, sacrificing the well-being of my children. Same question to you, Lisa. Have you changed anything, you know, in your cultural environments for his home, work? How has that changed for you? So I think in, in Germany, we have a really strong will to show that we are working. And um, now that we are all at home, it's harder to prove that you're working because you're not sitting at your desk and everyone can walk by and see it. So um, I actually started working over hours because I had so many meetings and just because I felt I need to prove how good I'm in home office and that I'm still there and that was so exhausting um, because it was just too much it was eight hours meeting straight and we would never have done that in the office never ever there would have been coffee walks and, and breaks and I don't know so uh, that was, and not only for me, it was for a lot of colleagues, um, they were in the same situation because we had all these meetings together. So <laughs> um, that was, there was really hard to do a cut there and say, it's fine if I do one and a half hours lunch break um, to go on a walk and um, maybe have some chit chat meetings in between instead of really only talking about work. Um, yeah, these were more or less my, my biggest changes with the home office. Good. Yeah, that's good. I think our team does a really great job of not always talking about, you know, maybe work. We do a lot of kind of, oh, what do you, what did you do this weekend? And, you know, you went on a trip, like how many people were there? Was it a ghost town type of situation? It's good to kind of, even though we're not together, it's still, you know, that we care about something other than just what we're working on. Um, I think it's important to kind of keep that, to keep that team culture alive. And so since now that, you know, we're, we're all kind of adjusted to this work from home situation, do we feel that now if the office reopens that we will have to now readjust to create a different culture back in the office if you decide to go back to the office? Teresa, I'll give that to you. Yeah, I've actually given this a lot of thought. I think that there's going to be, it, I don't think it's ever going to look the way that it did before for one. Um, but two, I think there's going to be a re-entry process <laughs> for all of us, um, including the kids that have been uh, stuck at home for almost a year now. Um, just getting back to that routine of getting up and leaving the house. Like I'm wearing slippers right now. <laughs> no, one would, no one would know, you know? Yeah. Good. Lisa, how do you have your teams, you know, said that they were going to go back in the office or they're not, or they like this thing, how it's going? <clears throat> Um, it's, it's very different. So there are a lot of people that actually really, really miss the office um, because they miss to socialize. They're mostly living alone, stuff like this. So for them, it's really hard. So office is like the silver line um, on the horizon. Um, but there are a lot of others that really enjoy to have more family time, um, Especially, I, I talked to dads, to managers that said, it's so great they, they could observe the first steps of their child they had missed when they had been in the office because that was, would 
just been their schedule to go out at seven, come back at seven, child would be asleep, stuff like that. So um, I think in Germany, at least from what I got from the colleagues and what I decided for myself is that we would end up with a mix. So we would, a lot of people would go for two or three office days and the others um, still stay in home office because there's so much life quality you can gain by by staying or working from home um yeah and as i said that's that's feedback i also gathered from from the teams good good i think that's important overall i think what we can learn from this time that we've been at home and had to shift you know different cultures from working by the home environment is that everybody has a new perspective and i think everybody has gained a newfound respect for you know what people were doing while working at home maybe that was their normal way of doing and people who maybe have you know just didn't know what was happening at home like you said I you know they get to see their baby's first steps and they're awake when you know all day they can kind of take breaks and play with them so I think that's really important if anything comes doesn't come out of this one thing will we all can look at each other's you know situations and have more empathy so to speak Good. So, I mean, is there anything more we want to discuss? Do we have more for another episode? We can always shift culture several different ways, but I think we did an excellent job of kind of spinning it to us and to how we kind of go out and, and change our cultures every day. And that's the end of this iteration of Faster Than a Stand-Up. I'm Danielle Jones. I'm Teresa. I'm Lisa. Until the next iteration, you can give us a five-star rating on your podcast provider. Shoot us an email at info at fasterthanastandup.com or find us on Twitter at Faster Standup. Thanks for listening. And that was Faster Than a Standup. The opinions on this podcast are solely those of the participants and not of their employers.